0: Bringing you a kid friendly radio show every Saturday afternoon on YouTube. Broadcasting
1: live at one o'clock. Broadcasting.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 30 of The Brick Kids Show, with me, Ethan. Yes, it is not only our 30th episode today, it is our Easter special. Yes, coming up on today's show, an amazing interview with viral singing family, the Marsh Family, an uh, Easter edition to Head to Head, The Best Guest, and my top Easter film uh, in the weekly watch list. So, uh, yes, it is our 30th episode episode today. Isn't that just amazing? Um, Hopefully you've liked the little of different intro from um, episode 1, episode 5, episode 10, episode 15, episode 20, episode 25, and episode 30. Um, I'm very excited uh, in what's going to come uh, for the next 10, 20 or even the next 30 uh, 30 episodes. It's just incredible that I've been doing this for 30 episodes and uh, we're even coming up on the anniversary of the first show in about 2 months in May. So I just wanted to say a massive, a massive thank you uh, to you watching. Uh, if you've only if you've been watching right from the start, um, or if you've ju- if you've just started watching me, thank you. Um, I couldn't really do it without you. So yes, it is finally the Easter holidays, it just feels like that uh, we went back and then we're off again uh, for two weeks. So this is the Easter special because it's the last show before Easter, Uh, also me and my mum... um in the last two weeks, me and my mum did a small bake sale outside of our house and raised fifty-three pounds, I think, for Comic Relief. So that was really all that I did in the last uh, t- in the past two weeks. Uh, so that was fun, and I'm really, really looking forward to have an Easter break, uh, celebrating it with my family and having two weeks off to refresh and relax. So, episode 7 of Random Minecraft uh, came out on my game channel on Monday. So, if you want to check that out, the link is in the description down below. Also, uh, my second GeoGuessr video uh, came out on last th- Thursday and I played a northeast map. Let me tell you, I was still as bad uh, as I was uh, with the UK map. I know, sorry. Um... So, if you want to check that out, the links are in the description down below. And episode 8 of Random Minecraft will come out on the 5th of April on... Uh, at 4 o'clock on my gaming channel, so if you don't want to miss that, check out my gaming channel in the link down in the description down below. And that has actually, um, my game channel has hit uh, 20 subscribers, so I do want to say a massive thank you for that, because that's my goal uh, ever since I launched that channel. So now it is time for probably the biggest interview that I've done with the most famous people, I think. Uh, yes, it. They became um, a viral f- from uh, their lockdown version of One Day More, and recently starred in front of millions um, of people in front of the nation on Comic Relief. Uh, Here is part one of my interview with the Marsh family. So let's welcome a viral singing family, uh, which first came to fame in the first lockdown uh, with the lockdown parody of One Day More and went on uh, to sing in front of the nation on Comic Relief. Yes, it's the Marsh family. How are you guys doing today? We're good, thank you. Yeah,
1: it's been a long
2: week, but we're all still in one piece and it's Friday, so that's good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so why did uh, you decide uh, to do the first song in the first place?
2: The first song we did that kind of grabbed people's attention wasn't the first song we'd actually done. I mean, to be honest, we've always done these songs, even when the children were really small. We used to do little versions of songs that we would send to grandparents and uh, and just for our friends and family. And the only difference really in that first lockdown was that we decided to send it a little bit further afield because it was various friends' birthdays and we knew we weren't gonna see them. And it, yeah, overnight kind of got out of control. Um, We woke up in the morning and a few hundred thousand people had suddenly seen it uh, and we had literally become viral overnight. So it wasn't our first song, but it really was our first experience of this kind of viral craziness.
0: Oh, so it took off like straight away?
2: Literally. Uh, So Ben should, so my husband Ben, um should have been in America and his trip was cancelled because of the first lockdown. So he had we, we put that song out on the Sunday night at about ten o'clock at night and a few of his colleagues in America saw it and began to sort of sort of send it round. We went to bed and when we woke up in the morning it was already in a couple of hundred thousand and wow.
0: It
2: it was it was an overnight thing which was
0: wow. completely
2: unexpected. I mean we had nothing we had no YouTube we had no Anything. We just had a Facebook post and um, a lot of uh, interest.
0: So uh, who came up with the first idea to do us uh, to do uh, One Day More?
1: Uh, originally, it's always been our dad that kind of writes the lyrics and kind of changes the lyrics. But we're always kind of, we've always sang songs. So there's always songs that we're singing at one time. And it just depends on which one our dad can really fit lyrics to. And that's the one that we normally go with. He'd had an
2: idea to do one day more quite a long time ago, but there was a big standoff between Thomas and Alfie because neither one of them wanted to sing Mary, the love interest. So it was dropped um, up until that first couple, first week and a half, I think, of lockdown when we were all at home. Uh, and Ben suddenly said, "Actually, we could do this differently. We could do it like this." Uh, and then Thomas said, "Yeah, all right, I'll sing it." So yeah, uh, it, it, it's normally Ben who disappears to put some lyrics down and then the rest of us all say, no, I didn't like that one. That doesn't work. I'm not singing that. Uh, so the, it's normally a bit of a work in progress. But, yeah, Ben is the uh, original originator normally, apart from some of the later ones. So the uh, the takeaway song, the Buy and Eats Tonight, that was Thomas's idea. Um, so it's not not all from Ben, but, yeah, they often originate with him.
0: So as you said, uh, Thomas didn't really want to do it. So um, w- w- was... Was there any others that didn't really want to do it or? Uh,
2: it wasn't that he, he didn't want to do it. it was, he didn't want to sing a particular
0: oh, character. Okay.
2: So, uh, similarly, I think with the Totally Fixed Where You Are song, the lyric that Thomas did end up singing, uh, I think rather well about um, sitting in his dressing gown, uh, Ella refused she was not going to sing um, about farts so she got sitting in uh, pyjamas making catty remarks that was that was her alternate line so yeah there's normally quite a lot of toing and froing because uh, yeah we try whether we succeed or not we try and err on the side of not cringe that's what the kids, kids normally are going for like can we do this without really toe curling making ourselves feel awful so uh, the children are very good radars at that normally
0: So, uh, what does the process involve to produce a song, and how long does it take?
1: Uh, So, normally, uh, we'll have kind of a pool of songs that we've been singing or that we've been enjoying recently, and Dad will select maybe one or two and go off and write some lyrics in hiding, and then he'll he'll come out with kind of a set of parody lyrics um, and kind of present them to all of us and almost pitch the idea of doing a song and maybe one in three times we'll say yeah we like that that sounds like a good song to do and then so we practice it normally takes us probably i would say about a week depends i
2: think if you're playing instruments it can take a while obviously lockdown was much more concentrated i would say with things like the buy and eats tonight and um goodbye pandemic road those only probably took us a couple of days, two or three days. We maybe did three or four rehearsal times with those. Um, Totally fixed where you are, maybe three or four. We did a couple Mm -hmm. of sing-throughs over a weekend and then recorded it on a Tuesday night. But some of the bigger ones- Under um, pressure. Under pressure took longer because that was Christmas time. So yeah, if we're trying, if if there's ambitions to record uh, instruments uh, rather than use a backing track, then it takes a bit longer. Um, But yeah, we tend to find if they're gonna work, they work quite fast.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's like, how long does it take to like practice the song and get it out and recorded?
2: If we are practicing it, um, we don't ever sort of sit down and say we're rehearsing. It's normally at the end of dinner or lunchtime on a weekend and we'll try and sing through it. Ben will say, Ella, can you sing this line? Does that fit with your voice? Um, We'll probably have a couple of things through. It's often on in the car. We'll go anywhere, dog walks or whatever. We'll sing it then. And then in terms of recording... We stick a camera up and start a sing through. We never normally do more than like four goes through because then you lose Tess. Tess is the Tess is the radar, for like, is this gonna work? If her tolerance has gone, then there's no point. But the reason most of our songs go out really late at night is that we record them after the kids are sort of had dinner and ready for a ready for bed. And that kind of gives them an incentive to keep going because they get to stay up later. Um, and then once they're recorded, Ben will take them in. Add the uh, subtitles to them, which became a thing that we did with the first song um, and has happened ever since. Um, yeah, so from record to out, normally a couple of hours, really. Uh,
0: so I saw your bloopers that you released a couple of days ago <laughs> and um, I, um, I was watching it with my parents and or, also and um, <laughs> they said, oh, yeah, they'll probably... Do- I can see they film it on a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. And it seems like your dog was the star <laughs> of the show. Yeah, he
2: regularly, uh, yeah, he regularly appears. He, he's not, he's not, you can't determine when he's going to appear, but when he decides he's going to be a part of it, yeah, he likes to be in on it. He likes to sing along. He's always sung along to practice. He particularly likes the cornet yeah the plays. And clarinet. Clarinet. Um, but yeah, if we all sort of gather to start singing, he sits down as if to say, right, I'm ready. Um, and that's often a problem because sometimes you want the howl and sometimes you really don't. Uh,
0: okay, so um, what was uh, your worst uh, mistake that you each made? Ooh. Um,
2: <laughs> well, what when you watch back any of our songs on the YouTube, um, there is always a mistake at least one in them and we kind of we, we normally sort of say look it's not supposed to be perfect we're not doing it in the studio it doesn't kind of matter in the first ever song that we we did in during lockdown it was a version of the song from Tangled When Will Our Lives Begin which is pretty much bang on a year ago today I think and I sing completely the wrong words at one point um in the One Day More song and Ben will kill me for saying this he sings completely the wrong words that we failed to notice until somebody pointed it out right at the end in the big crescendo when it's tomorrow is the judgment day. He sings tomorrow is the garden day for no good reason. Um
1: I'd, I'd say probably my biggest mistake uh wasn't actually sing, but I'm pretty sure it was in the Blue Curie. Um we were doing kind of after a take message. I think it was for the <laughs> a Million dreams. Oh, uh, we yeah. After that and I'm I've never been great at kind of send-off messages or kind of an off message to say congratulations. So I tend to forget what I'm saying, and the case, certainly, with that. So, that would probably be my most worst yeah,
2: mistake. Yeah, a couple of, yeah, there's a couple in there, the Moana song that we did, that Tess just doesn't sing a line, just doesn't bother. Um, but most of the time, uh, the mistakes come from, yeah, people just thankfully in our first and only live show, which we did last Friday, we didn't have any of those mistakes, which is possibly the first time we've ever managed to sing through and not have it, which was probably the time to do it. But yeah there's always it's very rare to not look at a song and go oh I wish I hadn't or why did I do that or why didn't I sing that line so yeah it's regular but I think that's probably why people like some of them some people like the arguments more than they like the songs to be honest
0: yeah so it seems like Ben and um, uh, does the arranging and editing of the songs um, and he's kind of like the musical director I, I i can see but who's kind of like the boss that's like pushing them that's pushing you to do it and rehearsing things Is that very mu- as well oh
1: uh, well so, quite a lot of the time it's dad it it very much depends on the song because often it'll be for instance like with the takeaway song thomas put forward the suggestion so it was kind of thomas that was pushing for it to get done with the totally fixed to what we are I recall none of the rest of us were particularly into that that was my one yeah she kept pushing us I, I
2: love that song and uh and also most of the time especially during lockdown when the kids were at home our entire house was filled with makeshift desks and children dotted around everywhere and I knew that if we were going to record it I was going to have to clear the living room move the sofas move Ella's desk which was a camping table and quite frankly if I was doing that we needed to get a good take so I had to I said to everybody we need to make this good. Are you prepared? Are you going to do this? And they were like, no, mm, all right. It was Tuesday night. Everyone was a bit down. But yeah, that one, that will work quite quickly. Um, And that was definitely mine to push because I really like that song. So m- often it's Ben. Um, Occasionally it's, it's children who recognize that it's a good way to avoid doing other things. Uh, and that definitely was mine to push.
0: So uh, when you hear you like your dad uh, doing a new song uh, what do you think uh, are you like excited or do you think like here we go again?
1: Well it again it kind of depends on the song that he um, he's kind of composing for because oftentimes it'll be um, well quite a lot of the time it'll be songs that we forward as the kids but there are also quite a few times when he puts forward songs from his childhood. And Your Childhood, ancient, you Never Heard, yeah. and, like, composing loads of them. Also some slightly more cringy kind of theatre production songs. Often you kind of hear him writing music to, or you see his first draft of music to. You're normally quite concerned about it. And when,
2: when you hear the ones with us harmonies as well, because yeah. you and Thomas always get the tricky harmonies, so he's always like, oh, got to learn a new harmony. But actually, normally when we start... There is, there are a couple of people keen, a couple of people a bit meh, and one or two that are really like, are really, again, it's never the same people each time, which I think is why the dynamic works. It, it, there's always a couple of people who are really up for it. Um, And if you can get everybody kind of on board, then once we start singing, it normally kind of lifts everybody's mood. Um, Everybody kind of enjoys it. And we always can tell when it's worked. There's normally a kind of, right, that was it. That was a good one. We'll go with that. So. yeah, I think if we didn't all
0: have an enjoyment of it, we wouldn't have managed to sustain it for this long. So um, my dad arranges songs as well. Uh, he did a um, Cocoa Banner.
2: Copacabana.
0: Yeah, he did a coronavirus version of that in lockdown. Okay as yeah. well um, and and I, I I always know like when my dad's arranging a new song he's recently just wrote a song uh, it always gets stuck in my head and I sing it for weeks and weeks and um, mm-hmm. so do you have the same thing
2: yeah I think actually the song that got stuck in my head the most was one that we didn't end up me and the boys weren't on partly because I managed to accidentally scalp Thomas while I was trying to cut his hair one Sunday night but Ben and the girls sang a song to the Leonard Cohen song, Hallelujah, which was Have the New Jab. Um, and that was obviously the only time really we have taken an issue and really sort of pushed it. So it was a very different one for us. But uh, that Have the New Jab song really got stuck in my head. And even now, when I hear the, the tune to it, I don't now think Hallelujah, I think Have the New Jab. Um, but yeah, we do get them stuck in our heads, especially when you're trying to learn a harmony or you're trying to uh, get something ready to perform. It can, it can really it stick. But, the uh, yeah, that and the takeaway song um, was was one that really was like an earworm, as we would describe it, and, and the kids get complaining complain
1: about those. Uh, I found, personally, the one that got stuck in my head most, which was slightly annoying, because I was slightly against doing the song in the first place, which was uh, Goodbye Pandemic Road. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was opposed to doing that for most of our practices, but Dad would often catch me kind of humming the tune and accuse me of... Hypocrisy, <laughs> even though, because it, it got stuck in your head, even if you didn't want it to. Which is, I think, partly one of the reasons we've gone so viral. Yeah,
2: because we just irritate people enough that they keep listening.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, like I, I, I find myself still like singing, singing, um, your, your version of One Day More, just around <laughs> the house and things. I find my singing One Day More. <laughs> um, yeah, and... that one.
2: Um... That was a funny one, that, with the, yeah, tomorrow we'll discover what Tesco Online has got in store. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's the bit
0: that gets stuck in my head as well.
2: And that feels like a lifetime ago. And then, yeah, we realised that I think we're about, what, a week away from the anniversary of actually that one being done. So, thankfully, I think we didn't know then that we would still be here now. I think that would have been psychologically quite hard to deal with. But in terms of having done it, yeah, no regrets. It's definitely occupied our time over this very strange year.
0: So, uh, like, why did you decide to do a song very, like, frequently? You nearly do, like, every single week on your YouTube channel.
2: I think, well, we didn't have a YouTube channel when we first Went viral, um, And actually, after the two weeks of craziness after one day more, we did have a discussion about whether we wanted to do anything more, and whether we just wanted to disappear into anonymity and obscurity. And then we got a few really heartfelt messages that came through, through various means from people who just genuinely said this is helping me through I've had a terrible time a few frontline workers, but a few people who'd lost people or a couple who were really lonely and didn't have anybody at home. And it sort of felt like we didn't need to do it for everybody, but it would be nice to do it for them. So we decided to set up the YouTube right at the beginning of April. And we put up a few songs that we'd done way before previously, almost as a kind of just to show that this wasn't just a pandemic related thing that we did. Um, And we did a few then probably one every three or four weeks, just because that was a focus. And at that point, I don't think homeschooling was quite as rigorous as it became. Um, then it did die away a, a, a bit over the summer. We did, we did a few, that the one that Alfie couldn't remember the, the, um, the yeah. dedication for because friends of ours were getting married. So there was always a, a kind of a reason for doing some of them in the summer holidays. And then we did, I know them too well, just at the beginning when they were going back to school and we kind of figured that would be it. Um, and I think there's a lyric in that where we said, we might be stuck again, come winter. Um, And sadly, we were correct. So although actually they look, I suppose they do look like every three or four weeks we do them. um, It's partly that's to do with just the ideas flowing and all being together. Partly it's to do with the fact that we got a little bit better at knowing which ones were going to work and how we presented them and how we rehearsed them. Um, And partly, yeah, it, it just became a thing that was a nice, a nice thing to focus on that wasn't about homeschool and it wasn't about day-to-day grind. It was just let's think of a song to do. This might be a nice idea. So yeah, we have been, I mean, we obviously haven't done one for the past couple of weeks. We were focusing on the comic relief um production. Uh yeah, and then we're coming up to Easter, so there's a bit more of a window so maybe to do a couple more. It's funny because obviously with Britain now, hopefully, we're beginning to move out of this really tight period of lockdown. But messages that we're getting from places like Germany, which are still in quite a heavy lockdown, um, make you realise that it's not a, you can't really sing a song like Yes, we're we're free, it's all wonderful because clearly at different parts of the world at the different moments that that's very different um experience. So yeah, I think there's still there's still some more songs potentially to be uh to be done. We shall
0: so hopefully you enjoyed part one of that interview. It was my favourite interview to record. Uh and uh, part two uh, will be out on my next show in two weeks on um, on Saturday the tenth of April at one o'clock on audio and uh, Sunday the eleventh of April at uh, one o'clock on video. So set a reminder if you don't want to miss it or subscribe and turn your notifications on, Um, but now it is time for one of their songs. Yes, I thought uh, most of you already would have heard uh, their viral sensation one day more, so I thought um, I would play you one of their other songs that's not as well known, uh, but it is really funny. Well, this is actually a song that they wrote. Here is We're Not Singing She See Shanties uh, by the Marsh Family.
2: Talk for me, poor hearty.
0: Good, Um, it was a really funny uh, song. So, if you want to check out all the um, more of the Marsh family, all of them, their social media are in the description down below. Um, I also want to say a massive, massive thank you uh, to the Marsh family for taking time out of the day to talk to me and also uh, posting. posting this show on their social media. Uh, Now, it is time for the Easter weekly watchlist. This week's submission to join uh, the watchlist is Hop, uh, which is my number one Easter film. It is about, if you don't already know, Fred accidentally injured. Yes, the soon-to-become be- Easter Bunny and is forced to take him in. I would give it a 5 out of 5. It's a great, great film. If you haven't watched it already, go and watch it um, this easter it really gets you in the mood it is so so funny uh also if you have already watched it i would suggest go and re-watch it this easter because i know i will um so it is available on amazon prime and uh, now tv so if you want to check it out the link is in the description down below if uh, you have a tv show or film that you'd like to nominate for the watch list or uh and you can leave it in the comment section down below. Or uh, you can email me at thebrickershow at gmail.com and type your email, the weekly watch list. So now it is time for the Easter edition of Head Head, The Best Guess. Welcome uh, to Head Head, The Best Guess. Uh, so let's welcome on our contestants today. Uh, yes, it's Kitty. Uh, how are you doing today? Uh,
1: tired. I'm tired.
0: Okay, and uh, Libby, how are you doing today? I am very good. Okay, good. So, the rules are, uh, there are two people going head-to-head. They have to guess what the photo is. There are ten photos. I will tell you the answer after each question. Uh, The person with the most questions right will win. Okay, so, this week's topic is... Easter eggs okay so let's get started okay what Easter egg is this tell me when uh, you are done
1: uh I'm not really sure so maybe we'll skip sure okay I've got an answer
0: okay what is your answer Libby
1: I think it's I've got I've got a mix of two answers I'm gonna go with this one, Cadbury's Golden Egg.
0: Okay, and um, Kitty, do you not have an answer? No. Okay, so it was Milky Bar. Milky
1: Bar.
0: Okay. either of
1: my answers.
0: So, which Easter egg is this? Um, hmm. Okay, I've got an answer. Wait a minute. Wait
1: a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. We've Uh, got answers.
0: Okay, so uh, could you just turn your camera on for this bit and then show your answers to the camera?
1: Mine was mini egg. That's mine as well. Oh.
0: Okay, so you've both got mini egg. You are correct. It is mini Uh. eggs. So you are drawing at the moment. Okay, so what Easter egg is this?
1: Oh, I know. I know this one. Yeah okay we're ready
0: so um show your answers to the camera now
1: Uh, crunchy i need to yeah i got crunchy too we both got crunchy i'm orange
0: you are correct it is crunchy okay so what easter egg is this
1: i haven't the foggiest idea
0: so do you both have an answer
1: yeah, I do, no, but I'm not sure if it's right.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh Libby, what is your answer?
1: Um the company Lind, like L-I-D-T.
0: Lindt. Lind, Lind. Uh do you not have an answer, Kitty?
1: No.
0: Okay, so it is Smarties. <gasps>
1: oh, oh my God. God. How did I not get that? Oh.
0: <laughs> So, you are still drawing, okay. What Easter egg is this?
1: I think I know. Oh, uh. okay.
0: So, show your answers to the camera now.
1: Maltesers. Maltesers.
0: Okay. You are incorrect. It's actually celebrations.
1: celebrations.
0: Yes, uh-huh. okay, so next question, what, what Easter egg is
1: Oh, I know this one, I think.
0: So, do you have your answer?
1: Nearly. Yeah. And your it. answer's
0: to the camera now.
1: Cream egg.
0: No, anyway. Okay, so you've both got cream egg?
1: Yeah.
0: It is... Incorrect is actually dairy milk. Okay, okay, moving along. Okay, so what Easter egg I it. is oh, I this? It. Yeah. Okay, I'm
1: done.
0: Yeah. Okay, so show weird. your answers uh, to the camera now. Chocolate
1: orange. Why oh. are we getting the same answers? Clever mind thinking like... Yes, yeah. you are
0: correct with chocolate orange. Orange. Oh hey. Okay. So Gary. What uh, 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 Easter egg uh, is this? I can see two different <gasps> oh, chocolates oh. Okay, I think I know what this is. Oh,
1: what's it called? What's it called? I can see two different chocolates. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Do you ha- do you have your answer?
1: Yeah, heroes.
0: Okay. What was your answer, Libby? Heroes. You are both correct (laughs) with heroes. Okay. So, what Easter egg is this?
1: I think I have it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Show your answers to the camera now.
1: Rolos. Oh,
0: that's probably it. I got cream egg. Okay. It is Rolos. So, uh, Libby has got one more point than Kitty. Okay, so what Easter egg is this?
1: Know it. I have it. Same.
0: Okay, show your uh, answers to the camera now. Kit Kat. Okay, you are both correct. It is Kit Kat Chunky. Okay, so another <laughs> libby is what? still winning uh, with one point lead oh so that was uh, the last right, question win. so the winner is libby weldon how do you feel
1: i feel amazing
0: okay kitty uh, well done you were just one behind point one. Uh, but sadly uh, libby just got the one point up on you i okay. think that was one of the closest uh, re- uh games that we have done so thank you for being here today okay bye bye, bye. so well done to libby for winning uh, the easter head to head the best guess so if you want uh if you want uh, the chance to come on Head to Head, The Best Guest, you can email me at thebrickhidsshow at gmail.com. Sadly, that is all we have time for in today's episode. We will be back on the 10th of April on audio and the 11th of April on audio video uh, with the second part of my interview with the Marsh family, yet another weekly watch list and, and another edition of our new game Head to Head, the best guess. Please share this video with your friends and family comment, like, listen to last week's episode if you haven't already listened to this show until the end email me and subscribe because we are trying to get to 100 subscribers which would mean the world to me or follow, favourite or review or whatever you're listening platform does, it really, really does help out. In the meantime, if you have any suggestions to make the show better, or about the Kids uh, gaming show, or if you want to talk on the show, or if you have um, a TV show or film that you'd like to nominate for the watch list, or if you want the chance uh, to compete in Head to Head, the best guess, uh, comment below, voice message me on Anchor, or email me at thebrickkidsshow at gmail.com. So, that is all we have time for this week. We will be back on the 10th of April on audio and the 11th of April on video. But for now, goodbye. Happy
1: Easter.
0: Hi, happy Easter. Happy
1: Easter. Bringing you
0: a kid-friendly radio show. Every Saturday afternoon on YouTube Broadcasting live at 1 o'clock
1: Broadcasting live at 1 o'clock